Michelle, I am loving your new glasses. Well, gee, thanks. You're actually the one that inspired me to take care of my old ass eyes. Uh, yeah, girl, I had to get those floaters checked out and I was in desperate need of new contacts. So I decided to make an appointment with a local eye doctor in lieu of one of those big box experiences. Oh, you aren't getting your eyes checked at the same spot you picked up your flat screen and lobster anymore? Oh no, I hate lobster, but exactly. I wanted to have a relationship with the person who actually checks my eyeballs. And that is why I started going to West End Vision in LaGrange. You and me both, honey. And you know what else? What? There's something real cozy about going to a local eye doctor who also happens to be a woman. You can say that again. <laughs> Dr. Carrie John has 22 years of experience and her staff are experts when it comes to helping you find the perfect frame for your face. Mm-hmm. And West End Vision feels like an eyewear boutique too, which is awesome. So your shopping experience is a little bit different and the frame selection is wide and unique. There is literally a frame for everyone. Agreed. And now I see through rose-tinted lenses thanks to West End Vision. Yeah, I wasn't sure about mm. those funky rose-tinted lenses at first, but Mike Mirror and his frame-styling expertise wouldn't steer you wrong. I'm obsessed with them. Now, if you are overdue for an eye exam or are in need of a, a frame refresh, head to westendvision.com or call or text 708-482-3200 and schedule your next eye appointment. And be sure to mention the Sister Project for 15% off of a pair of non-prescription sunglasses. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm Lauren. And I'm Michelle. And we're so excited you stopped by for a visit. Come on in. Yeah, make yourself at home. We're two Midwestern sisters who love a good old-fashioned conversation and enjoy sharing our life experiences with one another and you. Consider this your one-stop shop for cozy, mindful well-being, along with some entertainment and lots of wheezy laughing. Oh, you bet there'll be a lot of that going around. <laughs> our goal is to live our coziest life and inspire you to do the same because the truth is, we think it's good for your mind and your body. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, let's get cozy. Hello there, everyone, and welcome back to Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. Season six is underway. I'm Lauren, your host, and joining me from afar is my co-hostess with the mostess and my sister, Michelle. Hello, listener. Thanks for dropping in. Super excited about the kickoff of season six, Lauren. I am too. I miss doing this. Mm -hmm. I know that I and you and our listeners are going to be sad that we've only gone down to one a week, but guess what? doing two week is bananas and stupid. Yep. We were doing too much and now we're doing what everybody else in the podcast world does. Just one a week. Unless well, you we, pay us a ton of money and we'll do one every freaking day for day. you. <laughs> it's so good to be back. Um, we're changing things up and we are doing these podcasts now from our own homes. And I feel much more like smartless because listen, get it. These people that are doing podcasts everywhere aren't lugging their shit and getting together always no, to sit. No, once in a while, we're going to get the band back together in person. But this is way better. This is wonderful. <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> and so I also good. don't have to worry about what I'm going to feed you in Jan. Anymore. You no, I'm I know, but you're so I love good at you guys. <laughs> I miss when you feed us. It's so you're a good cook. Are you making anything today? It's Sunday. We're recording I, on Sunday. So tell us what you're making for dinner. 
I'm making, well, I'm not, I haven't figured out what I'm making my family, but it's one of my good friend TJ O'Sullivan's birthday and I make him a lasagna for his birthday. So that's what I'll be pumping you out. Are, you are a good rice. lasagna maker. Yeah. Do you put you know, meat, meat in it? or I just... meat for TJ, but not usually. Usually it's just like a four cheese, real simple. But yeah. What are you starting are, up today? Well, wait, a quick question. Sausage, do you usually do or like ground yeah. meat? Like sausage. Just ground, sausage. Well, okay. it depends. If I do bolognese style, it's like a slow cooked beef, veal, whatever, in like a wine bait, very little tomato sauce. But with these guys, it will just be like a ricotta layer and then like a sausage layer. And Michelle, then, uh, next time I have a baby, will you make me a lasagna? Yeah, sure. <laughs> do you like lasagna? <laughs> fuck you, Lauren. <laughs> Seriously, fuck This is the on go here. This is my tell all, okay? Hey, Michelle, will you bring me food next time I have a baby? But no, but you'll make it for anyone else. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I there, you guys. The lines got a little bit smeared because I was carrying the sister project on my back, so I failed in the sister I love department. You. I love Dick. You. <laughs> yep, I don't Aaron know. Aaron the Aaron the spare. Aaron the spare. I am. I'm going to make some egg salad. I'm on an egg salad kick, and I put bread and butter pickles in it, and it's Yum. so good. It's I do so love. Good. I love a good egg salad. Once I was at my bestie Killeen's house when we were teenagers and her dad had egg salad from Casey's Market, which is a spot around town over here that everybody loves. And I ate it. I ate most of it. I think I ate it all. And he hollered at me. Yep, he did. Because <laughs> you ate his freaking salad. And I get it. And that's okay. You guys, as we move into our intro, we've got a couple announcements to share with you. First and foremost, Cozy AF Candles are now on sale for the whole winter season. And they're available yes. on our website. And our little candle packer over there, she will package it up and have it ready for you on her front stoop or she'll ship it out to you. Anything That's that right. they need to know, Michelle, anything else? The, all they need to know is that all of the candles are available at the Cozy Shop online. Fall AF and Fresh AF. You betcha. And awesome. we are working on our summer scent as we speak. Yes, I'm so excited. It's all of all four seasons. Also, you guys join us on February 23rd on Instagram with Elise Fox of Fox Family Den for a book den discussion. Michelle and I were asked to join. I'm so freaking excited. Super excited about this. So grab the book, follow Elise Fox and join us on February 23rd. It's kind of like a, a virtual book club, if you will. That's. I'd say that's exactly what it is. And then Michelle, you have an announcement for the pigs. Yes, um, the pigs are going to take the stage at Peggy Canane's in Arlington Heights on January 21st. We'll start playing around eight. Be there or be square. It's a heck of a set. <laughs> I just saw it and I'll be taking the lead on a whole bunch of stuff. So that's fun, fun, Michelle. Yeah. Okay, cool. And that's at Peggy Canane's, which is a fun bar. That's a good Great time. Bar. Great Irish bar. Um, you guys, we want to thank our some of our anchor subscribers or supporters. We're going to do this every week. Um, you guys help with the whatever contribution you make to the sister project and Cozy Convos. It helps pay for whatever it is that we're using to create the podcast. So we are so grateful. You're you're putting it in a good place. And we want to thank Whitney Selnow, Laura DePaolo, and Jennifer Panettone. You guys, thank you so, so much. Yeah. Yeah. You deserve a round of applause. Round of applause. If you are looking to 
contribute to contribute to the sister project and cozy convos check out our show notes that's where you get more anchor.com information and we are so very grateful for all of our supporters all right that wraps up our intro and our announcements and you know what it's time for cozy convos enjoy Oh, wow. I'll take it. I'll t- I was like, is Dude, that a that drum kinda, roll? That kind of helped my vibe a little bit. Okay, good. Yeah, Michelle's vibe. Welcome to season six, but Michelle's vibe is low. We got to get high. No, we're it's it's already rising. I can feel it. It's just, you know what? We're doing something different this time around, but I don't want to bring down the mood of the kickoff of the first episode back. season. <laughs> that would be lame AF. <laughs> How are you feeling? You are sick. Yep. Yep. I, uh, I'm not feeling a hundred percent yesterday. My kids and I went to the mall and did some returns and I could just feel my, uh, battery like just, you know, like the energy level level going dipping and the mucus in my nasal passage becoming a faucet. I mean, and you tested, you don't have COVID. I do not have COVID. Um, it's also very early in this phase. Yeah, do it again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I had yep. one. I had I had the old COVID. I had the old vid last week. That was fun. We were we were trying to figure out. Have you had it? How many times have you guys Two. tested? For, you so, oh, okay, I test been, all the time. Oh, I mean, I and, test. Like I just, I mean, like I take tests anytime I feel like I'm sick, pretty much. Yeah. But. Um, I've had it two times. Actually, I've brought in 2022 and 2023 with COVID. I'm hoping Amazing. I do the same. Hoping I do the same for 24. <laughs> Listen, we always consistency. We've always, you know, said <laughs> consistency is a good thing. Um, I want to know about your variants. Like what did, I have did you that have new Omicron I had, the last time. No, this I had what were the differences. Yes, I had Omicron. I think the first time, and that okay. was the sore throat, razor sore throat. That's when oh, I, that that's right. I was very very sick for that one. And then the the second time this time around, it started with the battery draining. You literally feel like you're being depleted of energy. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see what happens to you in a I day know. or two. Well, because and we then, have like, yeah. <clears throat> Well, that was it. I the battery started to go low, and then my I had a, a a bit of a sore throat, body ache, and then I think the real onset of it, and this is why I think I've got like that XBO one or whatever. This is, is the most be- recent flavor, yeah. And okay, I guess, okay. yep, most- <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, is because I, I was congested. If you like, from my lips up to my forehead and everywhere around, it felt like cement was there Jesus. and yeah it was crazy and even my teeth hurt i got this crazy sensitivity like um like i had cavities in all of has, my top molars and it's, that, that was the sign it's gone it's gone it was gone so your sign so best drained, of luck and mine best is built best of luck to you i hope <laughs> i didn't give so it to much. you <laughs> thank you so much well you know what we had some important things we needed to do so i was willing to risk even though you were testing negative at that point. Oh yeah. I was totally gathered and, and Lauren, listen, go out in the world. We're going to get colds, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. There's just nothing you can do about it. I mean, I laid up and I watched flight of the navigator. Do you remember that one? Do I remember Flight of the Navigator? So many thoughts about that one. Now that's good. Watch it as an adult. Is it actually a good kids movie? I watched a little bit of, do you remember Return to Oz? Yeah. Haunts me in my nightmares. The Wheelers. That one. 
the wheelers, the, whe- the heads, the heads where they like click their head back. They're like, F that. <laughs> the hospital she went to. No, no wonder nobody okay. wanted to deal with their mental so, health after that movie came out. <laughs> fuck that. So you bring up a really good point. Like if you think about that movie and also flight of the navigator, like they're both such traumatic beginnings. Like, you know, this kid comes back to his house and his parents aren't the way they were when he left them. He's been gone for eight years. Like our our movies as children was quite traumatic. We, yeah. we talked about it before. The peanut butter solution. Fuck that them. movie. <laughs> that movie in and of itself is trauma. <laughs> it's horrific. Who wrote that? Who directed that? We're gonna find I out more. Oh, it was, no. wasn't it like a pole? Like oh no, it was like a Ukraine. It was an yes. Eastern, I think. And the other movies that I saw, like in my thing when I started searching those, you know, the old ones come up. Remember Return or Escape from Witch Mountain? Wait, Escape that, from Witch Mountain, different and than Watcher in the Woods. Another good one, though. I mean, we had good movies. Now, that one, Disney-level terrifying, but storyline solid nonetheless. I'm going to watch it. I will find Watcher in the Woods. Um, Lauren, I watched a show. I watched the the um, Call Me Miss Cleo documentary. And? So many, so many... I have so many thoughts and I have so many questions. And also I'm disgusted by the the gentleman that like just scammed the shit out of people. Like people, it was a, it, it was you know a what I think scam. Like, real a real low life is someone who scams you out of your money. Like that's about as low life as you get. Like if you're creating it's like a one business step model, away to scam people of their are money like trained to keep people on the phone for 18 minutes because that's when the money really starts to come in but it's a business and these people want their psychic readings but still like even okay so tell me more how was it is it worth so watching I, I really like i you know like obviously you gotta give the premise nostalgic. of this movie maybe okay, people don't know yeah, it and which you do a better job of giving the premise basically so all it is is miss cleo you guys if don't you remember the 1-800 commercials call miss cleo for i can't do i think she does like a jamaican yeah, she accent. does a jamaican accent and she says call miss cleo <laughs> and ask her a question and she'll tell you what the spirits are saying or whatever Sorry, and basically no that was that was better than mine and that basically she would she was very popular i feel like in like the early 90s and then cleo disappeared one day and that was it so now there's a documentary on i think it's hbo max on hbo max and they are and there's a whole bunch of different people that they're interviewing like she had like a very solid group of it seemed like she had a group of friends and people that truly loved her, but she was in, went into seclusion after she like basically she became like a recluse. Yeah, she isolated herself for it sounded like years. I would too if someone used me and my skills to scam people. And I guess she didn't like even see any of the money. No, she didn't see any of the money. She made like eighteen hundred dollars or something. Um, but my question is, is I do have some. Like, I understand she had this Jamaican accent. She was born in Los Angeles. They have a birth certificate to prove it. But there's so a lot she of, faking it. Well, there's a lot of questions surrounding whether the Cleo, the persona became kind of who that became who she was because she, she was a victim of sexual abuse. And so it's almost um, like she created an ulterior person. Sort of. But then there was, yeah, but Lauren, did you see any of the, she seemed like a, she talked a lot about how she practiced voodoo magic and she was connected to the spirit world. 
it seemed like maybe there was some channeling going on there. Yeah, I hadn't watched it, but you never know. Like, you feel like these people, you know, there are people out there who have these connections and maybe, and this guy just took her along for his horrible business plan. Yep. They did. I mean, well, I will I will be tuning into that. I I right now am mostly um only reading anything that pertains to because watching, I'm not really watching anything worth mentioning. Anthony and I are watching this movie though called The Menu with one of the fine fiends, you know, Ralph Fine. Yeah. Ralph, Ralph Fine. Fiendy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. He's in it. It's so Good. The menu on, I don't even know what it's on, but it's worth watching. It's like a mystery, dark comedy mystery. But honestly, the only thing I care about right now is Prince Harry's um, tell all autobiography, autobiography, The Spare. Well, this is the funniest part. I'm probably not even going to read it. Why? Um, Because you know everything about it just based on what you've been. Well, what happened is it doesn't come out till February 10th. I'm sorry, January 10th, the book. Like you can order and you can pre order and whatnot. But there was a glitch in the system in Spain. Um, I guess his publisher is Penguin Books, and they somehow glitched with Spain, and Spain released and sold okay. the books last week. So there was a glitch. A bunch of Spaniards have read. <laughs> so a bunch of people have read this the book ahead of its major release, which is kind of a big deal because it's supposed to be like a bomb dropper, but like. Spain got it. So basically, I'm reading all the articles that are coming out about all the different snippets within the book. You know what? Honestly, I'm going to read it because I will fly through that. It's like it's tea like pouring all over my oh body. Oh my God. Yes, it is. Have you followed any of it? I have. I've I've followed enough to see that he is well, like that meme you shared on our Instagram story, he's chunk from the Goonies when they're torturing, threatening putting to put his, his hand, hand in the, in the blender. blender, and he's naming all. He's basically purging all of his um choice. Bad he's choices. like in second grade. I cut her pigtails off. I mean, it's so true. He is. It's like someone gave him truth serum, and he just went on his computer and wrote everything. I mean, here's the deal. I am all about, I don't, I'm not offended that he's doing it. I'm not, um, what's the word? I'm not like butthurt. I'm not team Kate or Will or team here. I am just, I'm, I'm that meme of Michael Jackson eating the popcorn. That's where oh I am. God, and I'm yeah. so in the middle. Don't care. I'm not on either side. I do have some opinions on it, but he is, I mean, the some of the juiciest details that I am um, just I, jaw-dropping for me is when he was talking about losing his virginity in the back of a pub, like a busy pub. Now, I didn't hear that particular story. Tell me more about the prince. Um, so the prince, the, the pub. yeah, the prince got, um, he, he, I have to pull out my phone because I saved a, a snippet of something I read. He was taken on by a, an older lady, about 20 years his senior is from what um, the reports are saying. And that he, there it is. Let me just get this because it's so important. I and he wrote prince. this. He wrote, I mounted her quickly after what? which she spanked my ass and sent me away. <laughs> Well, that sounds like there were you was some expecting folks that fulfilling some fantasies. Were you expecting that? Well, no, he also no, wrote in no, regards. I wasn't to expecting his- any of what you just said. <laughs> the mounting nor the spanking. I'm all. I'm still. And then back now down I'm earth. visualizing. Now I'm thinking he mounted her. Okay, so he's doing her like from behind. Oh like my. The, now I'm because. 
Are you well, saying D-O-double-G-Y style? I am saying okay. rough, rough. <laughs> Okay. Bark, bark. Okay. Yes, I'm saying that because what's interesting, he says he uh, that she also treated him like a young stallion. So then I see another version of another posture. It's just a lot of information. Wow, you're seeing, you're definitely putting these I'm to psychic. the visuals. I'm psychic. I'm wow. getting connected wow. to the spirits. Wow. <laughs> wow. Miss so, Lauren. But here's Tell me more thing. about your sexual adventures. Just talk. <laughs> to me. <laughs> but the thing is, like, this is so juicy. And he's talking about how, like, I don't know if you remember back in the day, Harry wore a Nazi costume. Yes. Do you know this? Yes. And it was a problem. I mean, but here's the thing. Young Who doesn't see do this stupid yeah, you're right. things. But Everyone he's now, makes mistakes. Exactly. And I'm not, it's, but the, my point is, is now he's pointing his finger saying that William and Kate are the ones that told him to wear that costume. And I'm just saying like, do you take any responsibility for anything? Like I'm a little confused as to is, I mean, like we all fuck up. Like you're, it's just strange. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I have thoughts. I feel like I don't share the popular opinion, which I feel is everybody is saying that he should shut his mouth and keep some shit under the rug and all of this. And I don't. I don't care. Like, and you know, he's getting so $20 million. Well, he got a $20 for, million advance, advance for, that, for this book. For the so book where he's sharing like about the spanking. Some and pocket mounting. <laughs> yep. Yep. And like to that, I'm like, you know what? I guess lucky for him, he's a prince and he gets to use his status to uh, exploit himself. Exploit and, is the word. And his family. And, I mean, he, I don't think he should shut his mouth, but I do find it like... The, the detail in which he's going into about the dysfunctionality, if that's a word, behind his family. First of all, all families are so wildly fucked up. There's what? too many people to not be a little fucked up, okay? In True. every family. True. So, and but, I just think that's like us just... coming on here, though, and like like throwing our other sisters under and talking shit about these fights that we've gotten into. And like, I mean, some stuff it's okay to just kind of keep, keep, keep under co the close to the vest and just move on with your life or be mad at your freaking brother. But like, I don't know. It's kind of, it's, it's to me, there's a little bit of play, like play, playing dirty. Yeah. Um, but again, I don't give a shit. That's up. That's William's problem. Not mine. And it's, <laughs> I don't know from, from what it's, from what Harry says, you don't want to piss him off. He might come at you. Um, and he's <laughs> like just again <laughs> visualizing these two grown men, these princes, two princes who we see like just perfectly um postured and you know just always behaving themselves, like going after one another and him breaking a dog water bowl underneath him. If anything, now it's actually I feel I mean, like I can relate to him. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. I was like, if anybody gave like any sense of relatable, like, yeah, this is actually what like it looks like behind their hair he is, and I can appreciate it a little bit. Yeah. Um, also, he is circumcised. So, oh, did he share that in <laughs> chapter? <laughs> well, the wow. thing what he's doing is that he was saying, you know, Princess Diana was, I guess, out in the in, in the media. They were saying she's against this, you know, this medical procedure, and and he wanted to clear the air that she actually wasn't, and that she he is snipped. He said, "Oh, thank you. Wow, he is leaving no stone unturned with the clarifications and <laughs> no. information that is out surrounding no. him." No, but he did share that he delivered his daughter, which I thought was kind of cool. That's cool. Like he was the first, like his hands and face were the first things wow. that Lilibet, which I love. I, I love that name, Lilibet. Oh, cute. this is kind of funny. I want to know your thoughts on this. So. 
he's and he's also like spilling all the tea on um like Megan and Kate's quarrels and where like so for instance and this is actually yeah. tell me what you think okay so at one point Kate had forgotten something or didn't couldn't like recall a word and Megan said to her oh don't even like worry about it you probably just have like baby brain like new mom brain because of you know the hormones and Kate and William went after her and said to her like you're not clo- pointing at her face you are not close enough to be talking about my wife's hormones you are rude. Oh. You are well, rude. And that is lame and stupid. <laughs> and maybe if there were 5,000 of those moments there, maybe I would go take a $20 million advance and blow it up. Because yes. what a bunch of nitpicky dicks. Well, it's like, honestly, it's just, I mean, that's welcome the, to the thing. family. I mean, also, Jesus. welcome to being a woman. She's, I mean, it sounds like Megan just trying to be nice and create some sort of conversation. It's Clearly, like, she's missing like the like cultural, yes, you know, there is. Regularities between like the Americans where we, some of us, some of us ladies actually speak of these things. Yeah. And some don't. And some don't. And the other thing that she got pissed off about was um, Kate got upset and I guess like a bit like offended by was that Megan had forgotten they were at some post-wedding event after I'm her already married. Uh-huh. And it's her, her and Harry's wedding. And I guess she had forgotten her lip gloss and Kate had just used hers. So Megan said like, Hey, do you mind if I just borrow your lip gloss? And Kate gave like a face, like kind of like in disgust, like, Oh, like we don't do that here. And she went and put in her hand and gave her the tube of lip gloss, which Megan, which I think this is normal, put it on her finger and then proceeded to put it on her lips. Yeah. But this was a huge gaffe for Kate. She was not okay with sharing her balm. And honestly, if anything, that's the shittiest thing because when a woman is in need of lip gloss, you give, like when Thank you need it for you. your crusty lips, what do I do? You <laughs> hand it over and you don't care if I smear that shit all over my rhino crusted lips. <laughs> the only thing that I care about is when you take my band Soleil that's on its like Fuck last you. squeeze. You such a bitch that day. <laughs> I was pregnant and <laughs> Michelle wanted my band Soleil, which I have like a tube of like droppings left and it reminds me of my mom and i michelle's like can i use something like of course and michelle literally put like an earthworm size squeeze in her hand and i was like that's that's the last of mom's sense <laughs> oh well, i was gonna say to my defense i assumed i had assumed which you know we aren't supposed to do that for the agreement more on more several half used tubes at home but half, boy, it's was like if they're like a dropping i was but look so at annoyed but we didn't. That didn't cause a big rift. I didn't go write a tell-all book on how much here. I hate you. <laughs> no, cozy conversations is still going strong, and we're still sharing. <laughs> that's what sisters do. That's what sisters do, and that's what Megan was marrying into—a sistership with yep. another woman because they married brothers. Like, what in the? Why aren't we like? That's we're supposed to be here for one another, man. I mean, and it just doesn't seem like there's a warmth there. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. Michelle. Yes. As a new mom, I am realizing that there is nothing more important than having access to incredible care for my kid. Yeah, isn't that the truth, Lauren? Mm -hmm. And now you get it more than ever with your sweet little Luna. I know. I love her. Okay, let's stand here. (laughs) Okay. I know I always say this, but it really does take a village to get these kids through life, especially if a little one needs an extra hand meeting their developmental milestones as they grow. That's why our friends at Hummingbird Pediatric Therapies are just the village you are seeking should your child need services. Their therapies range from pediatric counseling, 
speech, occupational, feeding, and physical therapy. Wow, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And beyond that, they offer neurodevelopmental treatment and social-emotional playgroups. Hummingbird offers the most comprehensive five-star-reviewed pediatric therapy in the Chicagoland area for children of all developmental stages. Hummingbird helps kids and parents navigate big toddler feelings, autism, sensory processing disorder, Down syndrome, picky eaters, speech delays, and many other developmental delays and genetic disorders. If you have a small child and are curious about their milestones, check out Hummingbird's developmental tool at hummingbirdpediatrictherapies.com. That interactive checklist option is free, and with just a few questions answered, you will get immediate feedback at no cost. For more about Hummingbird Pediatric Therapies and their services, or to make an appointment for your child, head to hummingbirdpediatrictherapies.com and meet your tribe. And now, back to our cozy conversation. Okay, I got to tell you something. What? Speaking of being there for one another and like people giving good like tips and be like, hey, can I borrow this? Your daughter, Mia, first of all, is my new like beauty and makeup guru. 100%. It's insane. 100%. So Mia came over the other day to to hang and then she ended up like helping out with the babe because she's mommy's little helper. So <laughs> she is fantastic. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, mini sexy Jan. I know. Mini she sexy is, Jan. Yeah. She is such a good baby, baby mommy. She's a baby mommy. So, <laughs> so I told her I needed something to like to glow a little bit. Like I wanted like a like a highlighter. So I just don't know what I want, but I know what I want my face. But to But you look know like. that these fourteen year olds watch enough TikToks about skincare oh my God. to know what you want. And so she tells me, I'm going to show it to you. She made me get. Can you see this? L'Oreal. Okay. True Match Luma Luma Glotion. Okay. So like a glotion. Yeah. Um, I like it's that. basically a highlighter. And what I'm yeah. doing is mixing it with my, um, that Trish McAvoy balm. But the point is this, is that Mia was, I was, I told her what I want and she's like, Oh my God, you need to get the dupe of the drunken elephant. So dupe. I'm like, okay. So now we're talking like, <laughs> you know, the, the copy, the copy off, right? Yeah. I was like, dupe. What is that? You know, <laughs> such lingo. And it's this. It's just like I mentioned, like a highlighter enhancer, natural glow enhancer. And so we found it at Target. So I get this. Awesome. Then I'm needing something for my hair. So now she's got me buying my like Shea Moisturizer curly oh, hair Lauren. stuff. Lauren, I got to tell you, she's I been spent talking to me about so much hair. money. <laughs> Shut up, Lauren. Seriously. She's, I spent so much money at Target, more than I would ever spend. And it wasn't like a lot, but like I didn't like go, but she was with me and helped well, me and buy everything. Know. What was I, she more, saying about my she hair? She was like, she's like, mom, we have got to get Lolo to stop brushing out her curls. <laughs> I <laughs> always brush them out. Oh my and God. And she was like, doesn't she want a smooth ringlet? Doesn't she want more of a pronounced <laughs> curl? And I'm like, well, I guess not if she brushing it, you know? And I, she's like, oh my God. But now look at her. She's been walking around with straight hair. Who knew, you know, that Mia has like the She's most got beautiful curls. curls. I was I stunned. stunned. And I was like, did you cry? I asked her, I go, did you curl your hair today? And she goes, no. And that's when we got to talking about the product. So I dragged her to Target and she is my mini me when it comes to like getting oh. things into the cart. Oh, you know, did she I, put anything in without asking? No, of course not. But she is, but she was, I know I was like her when I first started my manipulation of like, <laughs> oh, look, these are cozy. And I was like, do you want them? And I'm of course, and she helped me. Like, I, I want to get her something and I love her, whatever. And she's like, okay, great. That worked out. And she throws it in the car. <laughs> now, when I get older, when I was older than her and, and she'll start learning, she just starts 
putting things in the cart Amazing. with you. Amazing. And I did that to mom. At one point, mom was like, I'm not buying you nine magazines. And I was oh like, fine, God. I'll take four. Oh, I wow, was you were, really... You were bold. 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 See, Will's more like, I'm more, Will and I are more similar. Like yesterday when we were at Oak Brook, at the mall, Will was like, oh, Mia's coming along to drain your, your wallet. He's like, <laughs> girls drain their mom's money. And I'm like, he's like, I would never. And he doesn't because he's like afraid that like- He's like more practical. I'm going to have to, I'm going to become bankrupt and he's going to have to like- Because <laughs> he got mortgage. a pair of sneakers or something. <laughs> right, right. He's going to have to go like caddy at the local country club. Um, But what was I going to say? Oh, I wanted to ask you, did your hair- what happened to your hair after you had the babies? Did anything change? Yeah, oh yeah. Just bad okay. breakage. Like I just had the really, really bad breakage thinning around like the crown area. Um, I just and remember having like- did you see it? Like, did you see the hair or was it something that, you know, is that, I know it's a silly question, but no, I, I'm wondering, or you I only noticed, saw it on your head? I actually, the first time I had even noticed it or realized it, this is just to show you how observant. I mean, I probably wear a hat 98% yeah. of the time anyway, but my hair stylist at the time was like, oh, Michelle, you're totally experiencing that postpartum hair loss. Mm. And um, So she and noticed then it. He actually. Oh, he, and, okay. Yeah, and he, um, and then oh, at Duke. that point. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. And I was like, is that why you gave me that fucking haircut, you mother <laughs> bastard? <laughs> it's the haircut that never stops going away. Um, I'm experiencing very, my texture has changed in my hair, which is strange. It's gotten even curlier. And I have these which strange awesome. colics at the crown of my head. I have these interesting colics that like, even when I blow dry my hair out or the way it's drying, it's like almost crooked and like dented in. It's very That's strange. So crazy. It's, I'm not, I'm not experiencing from what I can tell any hair loss or major breakage. Well, that's Unless, kind of awesome. Uh, yeah, it is. I much rather prefer what's happening, but it's definitely a little unruly. I, I don't, I'm having trouble with it. And well, it's stick with Mia. <laughs> She'll help you get that down to the ground. <laughs> Michelle... So what else is going on? How else is everything going at home? Um, everything is going great. My kids, well, you know, I just turned 45, which is happy birthday, epic birthday. Yeah, thanks. And it was quite lovely. But I'm most excited about the fact that um, the two week, two and a half week, like Christmas break is ending. And my kids, when you listener um, are listening to this, uh, the Anderson twins will have been back in school for almost a week. Thank the Lord. So you're right. You know, like it was amazing. We had did some really fun stuff. 14, I cannot stress enough how much I love raising 14-year-olds. I love they it. They're too fun. They are like at this fun age where they're kind of up for anything. Of course, if they're getting something in return, that really that really encourages the time <laughs> spent together. But no, I'm just we're just having fun and um I'm excited for what's okay, I don't to come know, with this. I don't know if you've shared this, but can you just give a drop out to, uh, like a shout out to uh, Lego? Because I am like, yeah. a, oh, I missed. I didn't even look. You guys are like throwing together Legos. Well, it was like the sleeper hit over Christmas. Santa delivered a pretty epic Lego set. And... um since then, my kids, I don't know, we've, I don't know, they're at like this age, I told, you know, they're like really into it. And it's sort of like become this like, 
calming family participation time that we spend together. And we've put together the Taj Mahal. uh, We've put together like the Santa house. They've got the flower bouquet that you and Mia picked up when you guys just made your run. It's beautiful. It's like, they're great. They're so relaxing. I find it to be, I'm like thinking it's like the new and improved like jigsaw puzzle. Um, You Um, know what I did? Yeah. What? what? Um, what? Oh, Jennifer Pohl is my friend, the grown ass woman. And I'm outing her right here for all of the world to hear has been doing Legos, gift, getting them gifted to her well into her adult years. Wait, did you say Jen Marconi? Pohl. Oh, Jen Pohl. Wow. I am surprised by that only because I didn't see her being a Lego person, but I think that's freaking awesome. It's probably so like calming. She's into it. What um, were you going to say? I, I was going to say that I took, um, I wanted to ask you, and you kind of answered it already, if you're doing anything for like your cozy, mindful well-being. And um, I took TikTok off of my phone and I've had on for my phone for a while and I've been taking the place of it, um, crossword puzzles. Oh, and look at you. It is so fun and it is a thinker. Like, cause I was, you know, I've just been reading a lot. Brain health, do something every day that challenges you. And my friend Deanna sent me a thing, um, a little Instagram and it, they, they studied 90, 90 year olds or something. They asked how, what, what is your advice to youngins right now? And they're like, do something every day that challenges your mm, brain. And I I'm love like, that. no, for me sitting on TikToks, do nothing. <laughs> It's not. I mean, <laughs> unless you apply some of the little nuggets that you learn, but I agree. I, I'm I'm not spending much time over on social media for the same reasons, doing other um, things instead. Uh, Michelle, as we wrap things up, I thought we would um, close today with today's cozy. And this is a good oh, one. This is a good one. Okay. According to the Wall Street Journal, it appears that we stress less as we age. Okay. I'm I'm surprised to hear this. I was too. I'm going to let me allow me. So, in a 20 year long study that followed 3,000 randomly selected Americans between the ages of 22 and 77, each subject participated in three interview bursts in 1996, 2005, and 2017, in which they talked to researchers every day for eight days. And the goal was to map out the number of stressful events participants faced at each stage of their life and how they reacted to these challenges. So, what researchers found was that stress drops steadily as we get older because, and this is the zinger, like think back to like when we were like younger, like in our twenties, you know, maybe thirties a little bit, how much stress we had, like finding a job, being unhappy in a job, graduating college, finding a partner, we can have a baby. Am I, you know, like I'm coming out of the closet, all these different monumental things, which, which added like big stress. And I feel like as we get older, yeah, like, you know, the illnesses and all this stuff. But I feel like they're saying like gradually those big things kind of subside and now you're just kind of moving through life a little bit more stress-free, which to me is freaking great news. That is so lovely. I'm I'm very happy to hear that. I mean, my girlfriends and I joke on the regular that we'd like to go to back to high school and that doesn't align with at all with this (laughs) what you're saying because no we you know back in the day it's all relative though we didn't you know i also think it has something to do with getting older and being able to like manage things that's part of it yeah you have more life skills and also they talk about like and also we're getting more closer to the end of our life so we have less time and patience for like the bullshit 
Yeah. For like the, you know, the petty arguments. It's just like, yeah, whatever. You've said it before. Like once you reached 40, you're like, I just had a little, I cared less about, I was just said totally. more what was on my mind. And I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, well, that's exciting that- news. I thought it was very cozy, but they did say this. They did say that decline of stress over time is an average t- trend, and it isn't necessarily true for neurotic people. Like, if you're <laughs> just straight up neurotic, you're fucked. <laughs> Stick with us. Let us help you meditate, implement some cozy in your life. We'll try the best we can to bring your neurosis down to like a semi-manageable level. That is so awesome. <laughs> well, you guys, we did it. The first episode of season yes. six from the comfort of our own homes. Love that it. That felt Hang on. damn good. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love how you got like a soundboard. Yeah. Well done. Well done, sister project. (laughs) Michelle, this was a true pleasure. I got to say. New schedule. How did you like it? I, 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 I am so excited about the fact that we are creating, we are organizing our schedule and setting ourselves up. So we are reducing stress. You're not lugging your baby to and fro. And then we're wasting all of this travel time in between. We had too much to do around here. Too much. Too much to do. Yeah. And you set a resolution for the sister project and I'm letting that trickle through my whole goddamn life. Working smarter, not harder. We always work hard. That's not, there's no doubt there, but guess what? Mm. We're going to do it in smarter ways. So we're not breaking our ass anymore. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And while doing that, we're going to always do that one most important thing. Stay cozy, everybody. Thank you for joining us over here at Cozy Conversations. We are honored to be part of your regular podcast lineup. And if it wasn't already evident, we really love creating cozy content for you. You guys, we are so excited to share that we are offering a monthly subscription to The Sister Project over at anchor.com, our super cool hosting platform. We are dazzled by their initiative to support creators and their platform, so we signed ourselves up. But here's the twist. Our content is and always will be free. And to top it off, we're crazy, so we have plans to create even more. What we're doing is hopping on the content creator bandwagon and opening up space for you to support our small business because in a way, we're like your virtual cozy cup of coffee. If you're interested in learning more, head to the anchor.com link in our show notes. And P.S. Whether you decide to subscribe or not, we are just so grateful that you're tuning in. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at at the sister Proj and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy.